0: welcome to the ovni interviews we're your hosts eric bork and mikey taylor <laughs> mikey's got the giggles tonight man <laughs> this is the best start i think we've ever had and we're totally, so we're totally we're yeah. totally keeping it so back to our intro go
1: ahead go ahead, go ahead.
0: sorry welcome to the ovni interviews <laughs> We're your
2: hosts Eric Bork and Mikey Taylor. What up? <laughs> We're the co-founders of Avni. Don't you feel like Mikey should say Mikey Taylor? Ooh. I don't mean to pick everything apart, I apologize.
1: It's... I can already tell this one's going to be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: he, yeah, we just have like this like like rhythm That's the intro.
2: And now, I want Mikey to say Mikey's name though. Be like, what's up, I'm Mikey Taylor
1: um what up i'm Mike taylor what up this is ovni interviews
2: yeah there we yeah.
0: go cool here we go we yeah. got mike mo mike mo capaldi oh. on yeah so before we get going um if you haven't already uh checked out ovnidigital.com, there's there's a few different programs going on right now start your own agency um this is going to be coming out after mindshare collective probably so um, AvniDigital.com to see uh, the programs we're offering right now. And today's guest is Mike Mo Capaldi. I feel like I've been like
2: chasing down a hot girl that doesn't want to talk to me, trying to get Mike Mo on the show. Well, you know, it's funny though. I was like thinking about on the way over here. I'm like, damn, maybe I should have like shaved my face or something. It's like I feel like your guys's whole thing that you're doing is like super mature and shit, you know? So I'm like, damn, I gotta like shave my face, maybe wear, like, a button-up and, like, do my hair or he something. Had
0: Danny Duncan on last week.
2: I don't know who that is. Yeah.
0: You don't got to do anything.
2: Yeah. You're No, I'm just wanting that mindset because it's, like, I've never, like, had it. Every interview I've ever done is always about, sorry, is about skateboarding. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, like, this is, like, the first time that it really has nothing to do with skateboarding. So we're getting Which the is.
0: exclusive... And we're gonna talk about a little bit about Mike Mo. We're gonna talk about your career and stuff. Tell people what, who Mike Mo is, just if the audience. Anybody know. listening, Mike Mo is a professional skateboarder, one of the most legendary skateboarders ever. He'll laugh when I say that, but he really is. Um, and he also is the co-founder and owner of Glassy Sunhaters. Glassy.
2: Glassy eyewear.
0: Uh, Glassy
2: eyewear. We changed it.
0: Oh, did you change it all? Yeah, I didn't know that. Everything okay.
2: changed. Yeah.
0: So glassy eyewear, Yeah, Mike Mo, thanks for coming on, man. Let, let's start by talking about um, your, your lifestyle now is very different than it was. Like, I don't know how long has it been? It was like
2: four years ago. Four yeah. years. Since, yeah, four years.
0: And, and then we got an intro too. Mike Mo, got in, you got injured. Tell us about the injury. Like, we, we want to talk business, but tell us about the injury. Mike Mo was at the peak of his career, skating better than you ever had, and what happened?
2: Well, yeah, as me and you were skating every single day right before I got hurt. We actually, we were rooming together when I got hurt at Woodward. hmm Yeah, and it was actually, we went to Woodward August 20th. Your wife's birthday is, wait, August 13th? 13th, yeah. I always think about that because I remember we were supposed to go to Woodward that week. Yeah, but my but wife But it was went your levy. wife's birthday, so we had to go the following week. So I totally blame my injury on your wife.
1: Yeah. It's Jen's fault. <laughs> yeah, it's like Jen. oh, Jen's fault. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, but um, it was, yeah, we were at Woodward and I just was driving a golf cart, snapped my knee in half, drove it off a drop, like six feet tall, snapped my knee completely in half where I even have to wear this weird ass brace now and all this stuff. And real quick, but,
0: explain what the brace does.
2: Yeah, so I have dropped foot from my knee injury so drop foot is basically like I stretch my nerve out. It's like when somebody goes paralyzed from the waist down, they can't walk, you know? Yep. That's how it is for my knee down. Like I can't lift my foot up. So it's like my foot's paralyzed. So this thing helps me just walk around and do whatever. It basically
0: lifts your foot up, It lifts right? my
2: foot up for me, yeah. yeah. So I could skate a little bit, but not like I used to. Like I'm not gonna jump downstairs or nothing again, you know?
1: Mykma is still better at skating than I am. With a broken foot, yeah. with a machine on it that lifts it,
2: a machine, whatever it is, man. right? No, yeah,
1: dude. And you entered Battle of the Barracks.
2: Battle of the Barracks, yeah. And
1: you played Sean Malto.
2: Yeah. Beat Sean. Took Malto down. Yeah. Who did you was, lose against? What's that? Who did who beat you? Oh, Tom Asta beat me. Tom Asta. And you took yeah.
1: Tom Asta to T.
2: I got him to T. I was one trick away from getting to the finals night, and I blew it. And then he made it there. But to me, I was just like stoked to even get that far because i never thought like especially when the injury went down i never thought i was ever going to skate again there was like in my mind like when i was talking to you through the whole thing throughout the years i was like you call me and be like hey how's it going like is it getting better at all and i'm like yeah it's getting a little bit better but totally just lying like just trying to like will my way into it you know because it's like with a nerve injury you basically can't do anything for it it's like it either heals or it doesn't you can't like say if you tear like a ligament or a tendon or something like that, you can do the rehab, you could do the work to get it better. And uh, doctors are good enough at actually like repairing that stuff now, but nerves, they still don't understand good enough. So it's just, it kind of is what it is. It it either heals or it doesn't. And mine just kind of didn't. But um, as far as the knee goes, I ripped the knee in half. I did ACL, LCL, PCL, MCL. I tore an artery so I had to get artery surgery. I tore the tendon that connects to this bone right here, snapped it wrapped up into my leg. I broke the bone. So I had like a nine in one injury and the knee yeah. completely healed perfect. Like it's hundred percent perfect. And if it wasn't for my ankle, I'd probably be skating. I think how, hopefully how, I like to think I would be skating how I used to. Yeah. So the knee healed up and it's <laughs> yeah, just the, it's the drop foot. It's the, yeah, yeah. The, so I want to mm-hmm.
0: talk about skating in the beginning because we're gonna, we're gonna do this interview a little bit different. Um, and we're gonna talk about business and what you're doing now, but uh, tell us about girl skateboards and being a pro skateboarder. Yesterday you told me a story of like, you kind of realized you weren't gonna skate at the same level and what'd you do?
2: Well, yeah, so it was like three years into my injury. So it was basically like a full, full year from right now. I guess it's been like four and a half years, but whatever. Um, But yeah I went down a girl, I called a meeting with them and I was like basically just telling them like hey dudes like I'm not gonna skate again so I'm like we should probably just do like one last board and just do a retirement board and just that's it like I don't want to be that type of dude that sits there and milks it and just tries to like suck an extra paycheck out of you guys for however many years and not really skate or do anything especially when I know I'm not gonna skate like I don't want to be that guy so I basically just told them exactly how I just told you guys yeah and they were like You know, no. We want you to we want you to have a board forever. Like we don't see you as being one of those dudes that that don't have a board on girl and I was like all right, cool. (laughs) But like to me it's like I, I had my mind so set on not having a board when I drove down there, I was like so like caught off guard by that. But I was also very like appreciative towards the fact that they even said that. Yeah. And I was like, well, I can't like deny that offer. It would be disrespectful of me, right? Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> so that's why I pretty much still have a board now. Is, yeah. yeah.
0: Love it, dude. Love it. And it, to me, it makes sense. Like when you told me the story, I think that I think you should have a board. And I think that like the, your style of skating, it's like people still just get happy to watch you skate flat. Like I, I think so. Well, actually, I know that. <laughs> so okay with that said um let's talk about let's rewind a little bit before that and let's talk about starting glassy mm-hmm. eyewear
2: yeah so that was in, we started glassy in 2011. we actually started i remember i got the phone call from you it's a big reason why no, st no, no. archer's here no it wasn't a phone call
1: yes it was no it wasn't i wasn't i know for a fact it was no it wasn't tell me tell me you're talking about the first time where you had came up with the idea sun heaters in your kitchen
2: no Not even that. Keep going, keep going. (laughs) We were at Bellwood, the spot in me. you know the two banks, you do a flat ground trick, flat ground trick, long nine stair. Yeah. We were at that spot, me and Vince were kind of hungover and we're sitting in the the shade. Was I with you? Yeah, you were there and Vince had sunglasses on, I don't even remember what, they were just like some generic sunglasses and he's like, if I had a sunglass company I'd call it Glassy and I was like, okay let's do it, like it was like very like stupid like that, you know. And uh, we basically started Glassy for the name, not the sunglasses, which is strange. We had it kind of opposite. Vince just liked how they both sounded together. So whatever, I walked up to you. You were were, like about to jump down the nine stair. And I walked up to you, Mike, Mikey, we're going to start a sunglass company. You want to do this? And you're like, no. (laughs) Did I really? Yeah. You're like, no, I don't. Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then me and Vince are like, fuck it, we'll do it. So we went home later that night and we Googled and just researched. What did you call me about then? Maybe maybe like when we got home, we actually like thought about it. Yeah. And like kind of made it into like a real, started making a real thing. Then we asked you if you wanted to be a part of it and you still were like, no. (laughs) (laughs) He did the same shit to me though. Yeah, kind of. He was he was starting
0: a backpack company, and it, it was when you guys were starting Bravo, and I had just like got fired from OGO, a backpack company, and you're like, I'm doing a backpack company, and I was like, I want to I want to do it. You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: really? Yeah. Damn.
1: Just my, my, hating on everything. Cold I mean, that out of my mind.
2: And that was pre iPhone, dude you were you were just like
1: was that pre no that was pre-iphone no there was
2: still iphone but it was like pre-social media when, yeah like not how it is today yeah, yeah obviously interesting but, huh yeah you were just no
0: so the first <laughs> hey go ahead go ahead so let's, the get, f- off this. Well, I, I, let's get off <laughs> this so the first part of it you of glassy um i remember i'd come over to the house and you guys would have glassy at home and how long because you were professionally skateboarding for the first how many years of Glassy?
2: Yeah, uh, well I got her in 2014, so it's like three years, which sounds so young actually now that I think about it. But yeah. So you were were out skateboarding every day and really
0: Vince was kind of the one like running the day to day and and figuring
2: out. Me and Vince were like, I was really involved for like probably the first six months of just like, we should do this, this, whatever, and me and Vince would work on everything together. But then, Obviously, I was skateboarding too, so it's like, it's like you got to fully put your <laughs> concentration into yep, one thing or the other. It's hard to like imagine skating all day and then going and trying to run a company too. It would be extremely hard. Totally. That's why I saw your Instagram post today, and you're like, "I'm gonna skate once a week." It's like you can't do both no, you can't. all day. No, it's you can't. it's literally impossible. So, but when I got hurt about in 2014. I probably still really wasn't involved in glassy until about 2016 because those two years was me just trying to get healthy and like trying, i was just worried yeah. about that stuff i wasn't really thinking about what glassy was doing and all that but vince for the first five years was just all him he was just
0: doing he's doing because really it comes out to day to day and just sitting there every day and figuring it out and vince was doing that
2: yeah and ever since the first day we started he has not broke concentration yeah. at all like he's just been on he's it. just gung-ho yeah
1: it, 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 was there a point where you were looking at glasses going okay this could be a good like backup plan for me or a thing to move out of skateboarding into was that always like ultimate goal for you because your injury was a, was a surprise you, you oh, weren't for sure, expecting for you to... yeah
2: <laughs> not not really i wouldn't say it was like that it was just like i feel like part of skate culture is to like start companies right mm-hmm. yeah and what we did was we saw that there wasn't a price point sunglass brand and skateboarding. So we're like, okay, well, let's do it. We got all the friends for it. And you know, we know everyone, we could figure out how to do it. So that's what we ended up doing. But um, would you say I'm off track? I was basically saying, was there a- Oh, was it a backup? Yeah. Did you no. know? No. Well, especially cause I got hurt when I was 24. So it's like yeah you know i know you're yeah. you,
1: we talk about this too your your career ending was a lot even though yours and mine happened at relatively, the same time. at the same time yeah. it was a lot different because i was towards the end of mine where you were in the prime of yours because how old are you 36 now it happened at 34 for me well luckily you started right so i was Archer starting to get too. towards the end yeah, of mine, yeah. right where like yeah. it, it was naturally i was already having to start thinking about what what was going to happen after uh-huh dude at 24, I wasn't thinking about this at 24, I was thinking about
2: getting tricks and filming video parts. That's what I was, my mindset was at Well, too. not only 20. that,
0: at the time, you had just signed a big contract with DC, um, and so it was like just rising. Like, yeah, the career that, was going
2: up. That DC contract was, actually when I got hurt, it was at the end of that contract, mm-hmm. which wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not good for negotiation not on good. that one. Um, but yeah, I signed that in 2011, and then it ended in 2014, the end of 2014. I got hurt August 2014, so it was like literally three or four months later that I got hurt.
1: How, and I'm going to ask this because I know how it was on my end, how hard was it emotionally to have this just go away? Because I know we talked about it and you were like, I don't even like want to talk about skating, I don't even want to think about it.
2: Yeah. Are you past that point now? Are you still like... Oh, I don't even... It, not one part like if it's almost like i'm like grateful for the injury in a weird way because like i appreciate things a lot more than i probably did before i got hurt Hmm. because everything was like so easy before you know yeah things are difficult now but like i appreciate that it's kind of difficult you Mm -hmm. know so it's kind of like a weird challenge but it's fun to me um but emotionally mine was more dragged out though yeah because i had the hope of that it's going to work out and come back together and like uh dc actually ended up they did give me another contract out in 2015 they extended it for a year or two whatever the hell it was i don't remember and then they broke that one right no they didn't break contract on oh they They just did it to everyone else (laughs) oh good for (laughs) you they honored mine when they actually called and kicked me off i was like makes sense i mean shit, i don't skate i don't do anything like i got you yeah yeah like when jimmy called me it was like the easiest he's like it's not supposed to like be this easy this is weird and i was like I'm not like delusional about my situation. I understand completely, but emotionally it was, it was really dragged out though. So it was like, I had to, I emotionally accepted it for years. Yeah. So it was a lot easier. It wasn't like, now it's different. Like I I knew my leg was different and all that shit, but I still thought it was going to get better. And I had time to work through it. Yeah. And I had hope that it was going to work out. So it was once I started realizing that It's not gonna work out. I was already emotionally past it, anyways. Yeah. You know, so it was kind of. I don't know. It was just. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not like I'm not a dude. You're gonna have to fucking take everything away from me for me to get completely just destroyed mentally. You know. Yeah. Like I could take a lot. Yeah. I could take a lot. I think skaters in general can. Yeah. So used to just eating shit all day. I mean, yeah. If you think about what we do for a living, it's like. It all you do is fail yeah that's it yeah you try to like the ledge tricks that i used to try to film i used to try to film them for like a year like i'm not even kidding i could be like oh this spot's right for this and i would try 200 times and then i would find another spot that's good for it try another 200 times fail 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 fail. like you that's all you do yeah so i think that's probably a good way for like our mentality coming out of skateboarding is like what's the worst we're gonna do not Not do it. Yeah, I'm gonna fail. Big fucking deal. That's what we do. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree.
0: So, with tell us about the beginning of Glassy. You basically, how did you guys find and get sunglasses manufactured?
2: Yeah, at first it was uh, it was literally just you go to Alibaba.com and you just type in sunglasses and you just talk to people and get you order samples from them and you just. (laughs) that's it like it's pretty simple actually and then the way we would do it but obviously then we would like once you get into the details of like what glasses you want then you got to figure out like a good manufacturer for certain materials that you think would be good for it and uh like a you got to get the molds done you have to find the right style so there's a lot that goes into it but the very simple like when glassy first started it was straight up just like those look cool send them over and then we, I think we ordered like 40 pairs or something. And we're just like, let's we'll just see what happens. we we'll us just put them online and then those sold. And then we're like, okay, let's double it, whatever. I think we went to like 200, those sold. Then we went to 400, those sold. So it just kept kind of doubling. So who is in charge of talking? Cause you guys in skateboarding,
0: you, you have a team. Who is in charge of reaching out to people and getting contracts? Did you do that or did Vince do that? Or did you both? Um no it was i don't know
2: what what was what would we do why well, was your guys friends so. i know but everybody was our friends that was the easy part you know it would be like hey man you want to do signature shade and you'd be like sure it pretty much yeah and it'd be like cool what style are you like you're like oh i like these types of glasses We're like cool we'll get those made yeah okay signature. it was in the beginning it felt like just some just homey shit. yeah oh because it was though. yeah i mean dude we started the company i think if you like For over a year, I think I, out of pocket, spent like 30 grand or something, which is super cheap, I think, to start a company. And we've been rolling the money over since that. Like, we've never had to put additional money in. So we did a really slow growth type of way, like the homie approach. Yep. Totally. Like, Sean Malto actually had the first pro model. Mm -hmm. And we did one with him. He he got one before I got one. So he was the first one. And then... um, I think we ordered a few hundred of those and kind of the same format happened. And then I was like, oh, maybe I like Vince was like, maybe you should get one. So I got one and then probably you and one, then yeah. day one. And you know, it was just.
0: So who built the website?
2: Uh, the, well, the current one is like me and Vince, but originally the, the first store, one, the first one was Vince straight. Vince up. built it. Vince okay. knew all that stuff. Vince like was really good with like, uh, what do you call it? Like tech stuff building sites I mean like yeah like all, he actually could code a little bit too back then yeah. and back then they didn't really have Shopify right it might have been it something wasn't else, like it was today like, like Big cartel today. or something like that there's there's a few I don't That's know what it was I,
1: I wasn't even in that world back then yeah
2: it was yeah I think it might have been big cartel and it was like to my knowledge it was not a very good website but nothing really was back in 2011 which sounds so like not that long ago but know, really in the, te- in the tech though. world, it's yeah. like, think about how much shit has been, like, social media was barely even a thing in 2011. Yeah. I,
0: I remember today, we just interviewed Blake Ricciardi, who does uh, online sales, and I remembered a conversation that me and Mikey had, this was like four years ago, and we were talking about, like, online sales, and we were like, it has to be a better experience for the consumer, and back then... It was not a good experience for the consumer. People would no. buy things, it send them back, returns didn't work. So I mean, on, You felt
1: you were scared to put your You card were scared card to in. put
0: your information in, like everything. And, and from that, I, I can't remember how long, that was four or five years ago. From then until now, exactly what had to happen has happened. Like you order from Amazon and it's like the best experience most Dude, of the time. Dude, think
2: about like, I wanna pull up a chart or something of like Amazon stock price in 2011 compared to now. I bet it's, it's just like powerful. what- yeah. How many times is their market cap, like, was it like times 30 probably? I don't know. I
0: have no idea, but I'm sure. It's
2: probably insane. Yeah.
0: So the, so online, in the beginning, you guys worked with, it wasn't online though. It was mostly through
2: retailers, correct? No, no, no. When we started, it was all online. Oh, was it really? Oh yeah. We were an online company originally. Oh, I
1: didn't know that. And then So what made you want to go into retail?
2: Well, just because that's just like what what, everyone did. What everyone did. So it was just like that felt normal and especially the buying experience online, exactly what you're saying was it wasn't like like now looking at it from two thousand eighteen, you go, shit, we should we should have been doing exactly what we're doing right now seven years ago. Yeah. But it just like at the time it was just different, you know. So but we started online, we sold a few hundred pairs online, then we got them we used that money to basically buy more inventory and then start selling to skate shops so then we hired reps and all that stuff so you hi you guys went out and hired a sales force yeah it was i wouldn't say force a force is like too strong you know i would say like a sales dude a sales Uh, guy a couple though right (laughs) probably had in in the peak of it probably three maybe okay yeah and there's one that was like in the midwest or something and then This is like when I was barely involved right so it was like I was involved like I said the first six months I was like the online time and then when we started going to like wholesale and all that stuff I kind of skateboarding and all that stuff kind of took over but I really wish like we started the brand how we like how we have everything set up now like I wish we just came out with all this stuff I think we would be in such a different position yeah it, well, you did it and that's imperfect action. So wonder, you have a company, you know, I wish I could just go back. You know, <laughs> I wish I could go back to 2014 <laughs> and not go to Woodward and not go to Woodward. <laughs> yeah. me too. I, wouldn't have gone I want a time machine. Man. Yeah. I so agree. you did
0: it uh, when I asked you before, you said in the beginning at one point, you guys were like 80% retail though. Right.
2: Yeah. So I would say even like, so 2016, uh, that's when I started going back to glassy. Okay. So 2016 is when you went full time. Yeah, that's when I, like, it was like, even like, it was late 2016, so pretty much, it was like, I think it was October two 2016, ago. so it was like two, yeah, it was two full years from now, and um, I would say at that time, our business was probably 80% wholesale, and then, um, I always call it wholesale, because we sell it wholesale, yeah. but technically retail, um, 80%, and then 20% online, that's probably where we're at. Two years ago, two full years ago. Yeah. And then where's it at today? It's totally flipped 80, so two yeah. years. It's probably 70. It's probably 70, 30 realistically, yeah. like 70% right now online wow. and 30% wholesale. Yeah. But our, it's crazy how much it's dropped off. Like our dollar amount, like our revenue that we bring in every year has basically stayed the same over the last like three or four years.
1: but Profits it, have gone up. It's
2: because it's changing yeah. and it's been flipping. But last year too, our online business was like probably 50% of the business so this year we've had a big breakthrough online yeah it's made a big difference this year so you and wholesale re- just dropped off completely yeah totally yeah.
1: how, how uh, was that a big adjustment for you going into business full-time it was weird
2: I, it was did you like it at first was it like oh yeah this is cool or what was it well it's like if you think about the overwhelming picture of everything and you're like, oh my God, now I have to go do this. Like, I, I tried to like dumb it down as much as possible. Like, where I'm like, I don't understand this, this, like
1: if you put me it was in It almost overwhelming in the beginning. Well,
2: it is if you think of it that way, but I just tried to dumb it down to the point where I'm like, okay, w- what's this part of the business, right? Let's figure this part out. Okay, then like you go, okay, well now what's this? You know, so you take it to the next level and you kind of just treat it like baby steps, kind of like filming a trick. You're not just going to like all of a sudden learn how to do like or a 360 flip down some stairs or something. You got to learn how to ollie. Then you got to learn how to kick flip. Then you got to learn how to 360 flip down a one stair, two stair, three stair, four stair. So it's kind of like I've taken that approach, which is another skate approach, I think. But um, it's like if you put me anywhere in glassy now, I could like hang in any kind of department that we have. Like I understand everything now. But at first, two years ago, I didn't understand shit. So, so what did you
0: start off doing when you started going into the office?
2: Uh, the first thing I started doing was was the, the web store. Cause I'm like, okay, we gotta do web store. We gotta go hard on the web store. Cause that's like, if, first of all, the margins are good and everything. So you just, from a numbers point of view, you're like, yeah. how do we not just attack this mm-hmm. yes. the most? Okay, that's the simplest way to think about yeah. it. Let's just do that. But, um, it's basically just getting in the back end of Shopify and understanding Shopify completely. Because I never looked at Shopify before that. Yeah. So that's so, what you did at first. Yeah, I you- went straight to Shopify and I was like, okay, well, these photos suck. Get new photos. Like these deta- these descriptions suck. Need new descriptions. Like I don't like the flow of this collection. Change that out. Like let's change this banner to this. And it was kind of just like experimenting with that stuff. And then sales started like actually increasing and the conversion rates were getting a little bit better. And then we started having inventory issues. So I'm like, what the fuck is this inventory shit? Like we had all of our inventory on like an Excel spreadsheet or something like that. And I'm like, what the hell are we doing? I'm like, there's gotta be a system in 2017 that's pretty automated, I would imagine. I'm I'm sure somebody's thought about this before. Like what the hell does Amazon do? I'm sure they don't have their stuff on Excel, Excel spreadsheets. So I started Googling and figuring out like, the best inventory system and all that stuff and now it's like everything's barcoded and scanned when i first went there dude there wasn't like the the, racks in the warehouse we had racks surprisingly right not they weren't just in boxes but none of the racks were labeled it wasn't like that's rack three over there and that's rack 15 over there it's like it was like where the the leonard or where's the mikey frames they were just like I don't know, like on that, I think they're on that shelf or something. Like you couldn't like go to the computer and like look it up and figure it out. And that blew my fucking mind, dude. <laughs> that that this like Because it seems so obvious to have like destinations for everywhere. And like a real inventory count. And like the way it was, like say if we ordered 300 Mikeys, this is like, I'm just getting mad now because it, it drove me fucking crazy. But if we had like, we ordered 300 pairs of your frame and then we sold 50 of them, we would base it just off that and be like oh we must have 250 but like no one's counted them like that's the way it like on paper you think it should be done but like there's a million other things like there's promo and like what if China didn't send like every single frame like say we only got like 200 of them then we're now, now all of a sudden we're missing 100 but nobody checked in the first place so it's like once my next step after that was just like understanding that completely. And now, we don't have no problems, man. He, I'm uh, telling you. He I, went, no, it.
1: I went to Glassy like right after he, he put this new system and he was so stoked. Check it out. Ask me where any glass is. Any glass. And I'd pick one and he go, I know exactly where it is. Boo here's my no, but, like he has everything like
2: alphabetical or right. But even beyond that though, I'd be like, hey man, pick, pick one of those racks over there. And you'd be like, oh no, this one right here. And I look on the computer, I'm like, how many frames are over there? You'd be like, eh, boxes of 20. You'd be like, 237. Uh, I'm like, yep, that's what I got over here, man. So everything's been perfect. It's, been, it's a great system, actually. So you
0: set up systems, you, you attacked. You came in and basically said, when you started going in the office, we're gonna go more online. And then you started creating systems. Uh-huh. Um, what else did you do? This is fun.
2: Um, I'm just trying to think of, well, another big one too is what I was getting fought at. Because me, and my my brother owns the company. That was
1: going to be my next question: is is was it was there any difficulty with you being a, a more of a silent partner, and then now, and then now being an opinion?
2: Probably, I, I would think so. Well, did you and your brother <laughs> have issues with that? other? Uh, at first, especially because like I didn't know anything at all like two years ago yeah. when I first started doing it. So I've learned a lot since then. But at first, when I started coming in there, like I said, I, li- I like to dumb everything down a lot. So I'm like, okay, what do I hate about this company? I had a list of a huge thing, like just a huge <laughs> list. I hated, hated so many things. So it was just like, how do I attack this part and figure this out, figure this out, figure that, you know, figure everything out first. But once, um, basically once I started coming in there, I was like, okay. What we need is good quality glasses. Cause we were a price point brand originally. And I think we're still considered that. But like, if you look at our line now, it's like, we got actually, we got nice quality stuff. Like stuff that you actually want to be like, oh, I'd wear this, you know? I want to talk about that in a minute. And at first though is say, my dad was heavily involved and he's like a wholesale guy. And my brother is basically, my brother has so much shit to do that he's just like listening to my dad all the time. My dad's a super smart dude. But I was like, we need to go online. And he doesn't really understand online. Like, he literally just bought his first thing online two weeks ago. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Not yeah. Really. So once he told me that, he's like, this is the first thing I ever bought online. I was like, that's why you gave me... That's why... <laughs> that, this now, I, now it makes yeah. sense why you never understood what the hell we
0: were talking about. You're in the process of taking Glassy online. You see the importance of e-commerce and then obviously creating systems. Uh-huh. This is kind of fun because it's like you becoming... Not that you weren't an entrepreneur before, but you becoming like
2: a working, actively working entrepreneur. I felt like I was like playing at a company instead of working. And I hate, I don't know why, but at first I was like, I don't, I still don't call it work. I say I go to glassy. Like I don't go, like I have to go to work today. There's something about calling it work that really bothers me. So I don't like, I just got a desk like two months ago. Cause I was just like, I don't want a desk and I don't want to call it work. It's not, it's neither. I do this because I want to do this. Like I'm not will. doing it because for any other reason besides that i just want to fucking do it that's well it. that's kind of like your house you have like a
0: poker table and it's like fun so yeah that, that makes sense
2: yeah i hate like
0: serious stuff like i hate well like, i
1: think it's the skate brain having to trick ourselves into doing things
2: right we're scared it of
1: doing this trick i'll trick myself into like doing it so i don't get hurt it's Turn like it into i don't game. want to work i'll trick myself into doing it it's yeah
2: like all mental trick it really is i mean like skating was work but you're like it's not work yeah uh, no so skating, I probably yeah. that again skating for sure yeah, yeah.
0: so what, yeah. what came next after that those were the first two things you did um and then I want to talk about creating more expensive products
2: well yeah that will the products part of it to let's me let's talk about it right now then was the was the biggest fight I think I had to deal with because my dad is such a numbers dude and he like he sees and just stuffy basically the whole Capaldi family works for glassing out right Yeah, my dad doesn't really that much anymore. Oh, he does Like, he does a lot of real estate stuff. That's what he originally did. But he would help with glassy a lot because it was just undermanned, pretty much. And since I came back, like, and everything that we've implemented since I've been there is really just taken a lot off his plate. So now he could concentrate on real estate and all that stuff. And he's actually doing really good with it now. So I think it's helped him a lot just to have the time. He's not just sitting there doing glassy stuff all the time. Because he didn't want the glassy. He didn't... Want the company to do bad at all? Like he was basically just doing it for free. Like he didn't really work for us, but he he actually owns ten percent of the company. That's what we ended up giving him, which like it's whatever. But um, I forgot what the fuck. Mo- I no, more,
0: no, no, no. <laughs> more, more expensive partner product with that,
2: and I just I'm I'm I'm, I'm done. I'm done. He <laughs> <laughs> just
1: leaves. I saw your face freeze. I was like whatever you forgot
2: <laughs> yeah no because i can veer off because there's so many damn things i could say no i know just what like, i want to talk about so but and this is
0: me the and mikey biggest thing you well, go ahead the me big- and mikey had a debate at one point about like uh like how difficult it is to take uh something that is known as like the price point and start selling premium for that it's very difficult and mm-hmm. Um, well, it's hard so to just change anything. It's, hard right. to it's change. so much easier when it's a blank canvas. And people yeah. are used to paying more, or they're used to paying less. So when you go to charge more, it's not usually a part of the brand. But you yeah. guys are successfully doing that, no?
2: Yeah, it's working. So how, how did you our do line online that? sales have like transitioned from like uh, I'd say eighty percent of it is like the premium stuff now. So it's like all premium stuff. Or even awesome. like our average order last year was $32 or average order this year is like 57. Yeah. So I don't know difference. if
1: it's like that we're in like a, a high cycle in the market or people just want better shit, but right now people will pay for quality.
0: Well, I feel like with sunglasses, that's very common. I think though. it's with everything.
1: When was the last time yeah. you bought something? Cause it was cheap. It's been a long time for me. Yeah. Um, you buy something now because like you want it to be quality and good, and I'm just saying, I don't know if that's the market or the time, but I feel like. That's I mean, how what many shitty right things, things
2: have you bought, and you're like, you know what? I'm just gonna spend a little extra now because you know I'm there, better, dude. Now. I'm totally. Just better. Like, I'm just spend that little extra. I mean, I'm even on food, man,
1: people aren't buying shitty. At least in California, no one's buying like fast food or like
2: shit cheap food anymore. Yeah, food's so expensive. There's how much are these quality? microphones that we're wearing? Each one, Six, 500, 600 bucks. Each one. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, you can go on Amazon, I bet find some for 30, Yeah, but, that's but you're a, not gonna do that. Yeah, you want you the quality, they won't work. So you guys, how did you do it? Um, well, okay, look, so like I said, my dad's a super, like he's so into the numbers and he was running the wholesale thing, right? And wholesale was so dominated at our company that it was, it was all wholesale and it was all Leonard glasses. That's like our cheap, cheap, cheap frame. Mm-hmm. They're $15, we sell it to them for 750, right? And it, that was probably like 70% of our business, just that frame. So to get, wrap my dad's mind around doing premium quality stuff that, and the shops don't buy that stuff, like they won't buy quality stuff from us. Like they still don't right now. But even yeah. though 80% of our online sales yeah. is all quality stuff, they don't care. They just yeah. want the cheap stuff because they want the impulse buy. They just, you want to walk in the store, you're already buying a board or something and then you get the rack on the counter. They're like, oh, okay, 15 bucks extra, whatever, you know, that's what they're going for. So, um, the, I, I think the way we've done it is just, um, well, first of all, we do prescription now and prescription yeah. is, is uh, it's a $90 to buy them. Right. So that's going to spike up the that average order price easily. but. Um, I'm kind of bouncing around right now, sorry. But no, like yeah. there's so many things cuz it's just like it's hard to like put together too of like when things have happened. But um To be
0: honest, just to kind of I think reinforce what you said, I think it would be a lot harder to say here's $30 shades, $30 shades, $30 shades and here's some better shades that are 200 bucks. That would be a lot harder than saying here's Prescription yeah. and people,
2: you know. Yeah, you can. Okay. Only and boom. I feel
1: like you kind of dripped it. Uh huh. Like I don't. I, I, to me, watching it, it was like your stuff started getting a little nicer. Yeah. A little more expensive. Yeah. A little nicer. Yeah. A little more expensive. It wasn't just like, there you go, premium line. Yeah. Least is what it seemed like.
2: Yeah, it was a slow introduction. You're right. And then That's even the brand elevated.
1: identity, I feel like the brand became more elevated, uh-huh. and it was a very natural kind of evolution of it. You
2: could kind of see, yeah, for the last two years, like internally you, and outside, it's just slowly changed completely. And, and I totally just found nice. out about
0: glassy eyewear today, but glassy sun haters does seem very, like, kind of, like, bright and kind of, I don't know, like,
1: playful. It seems like two hungover kids at a skate spot came up with this name. That's
2: exactly what it sounds like. So glassy eyewear. I'm, I'm happy not. we portrayed that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so you,
0: you introduced products that there was, uh, the market would validate
2: there's a more expensive, there's a reason to pay more for Well, it. also too, though, like our premium line is still cheap, right? It's $40. That's it. That's, mm. All of our premium glasses are 40, 40 bucks. It's like, what I was saying when I was arguing with my family about this, I'm like, we need a premium line. Seriously, like we got to do like quality yeah. stuff because first of all, every company that ever goes out of business, or sorry every company that is ever really successful they're never a price point brand it's always like the, like the quality brands like say so you got Oakley right they're not no price point brand or you got Warby Parker or Tesla it's all like the really the, the big successful yep. companies are like the ones that are like selling premium nice products where they retain customers and people want to come back and spend the money to buy more stuff very true and I'm like with our glasses right now who the hell wants to buy those and actually like be like, Oh, I'm loyal to that brand. They're $15. They're sick. They're it's like no one. No one's going to do that ever. Yeah. You know, so I'm like and looking at the retaining customer rate too on our on our site or return customer was like so low before. I think now it's around like 30%, but before mm-hmm. it was like 15%. So it's doubled in the last year also. I love that. You know, that number. Yeah, that's an important number. Yeah. 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 Um, but also too, with the premium stuff, like I said, it's only 40 bucks, but that stuff that the, the products we're selling for 40 bucks, you can't buy them for $40 from anyone else. Like you just can't, you know? Yep. So I'm like, when I was having the argument with them, if we can't sell the best damn product for the cheapest that anyone could buy it for, then we deserve to go out of business. Yeah. Like seriously, are you like, if we go to business, it makes sense, but at least we did it the right way, in my opinion. And, uh. And it worked and it's working.
0: Yeah. 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 So the, the product extensions were um, prescription and gamer, right? Those were like the two or was, is, is gamer a lower or higher price point?
2: Uh, Gamer is the same, but if you want the clear ones they are just like five bucks more. So it's 45, but then we also have some that are 80. So now we're like our sunglass line goes from uh, 40 to 80. And then our prescription goes 90 to 200. So I'm curious to know how like how much of it
0: um, is the skate market
2: because you're now moving such out- a good question outside of the skate market. Me right? and Vince were talking about that like yesterday, and we're like, I wonder how many skaters are actually buying this stuff compared to like because now we're doing gaming stuff. Like how many gamers are buying it compared to skaters? I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah, how could you figure that out? Do you have any like? Um, you would actually be the guy that would
0: know. How do I me. figure that out? I'm well, there, there's way for sure we can figure it out. But w- one of the first ones is just looking at the customers uh-huh. because uh, when, you, when you have a conversion, right, from your Facebook ads, you can basically look at the customer. You can oh, look yeah. at like their Instagram. You can look
2: at who well, you they are. Well, can see what you targeted because we target a lot of gaming pages and stuff now, too. So yep. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, Vince can figure that out
0: so who do you guys have with the facebook the marketing right do uh-huh. you guys do that also or do you pay an agency to no do Vin-
2: that we did originally but vince saw how everything was set up and he's like why are we paying these guys a thousand bucks a month i'll just copy what they did so you guys now do it all vince does it yeah see that's the thing
0: i, I like and co- like continually like really impressed with you guys is like have you looked at the site in the past little I bit have, yeah. it's, i have yes the site about- looks good that mike Mo did it well you and vince did it yeah, right yeah. but the site looks rad all the the product shots and everything look really good. It's definitely looking way more sophisticated. I just think you and Vince are a much
1: stronger team than just Vince or just you, right? Like that's what it is. It, it's not, and, I, and it's. I don't think it's like looking at it. It's not like oh, this brand's awesome because Mike Mo's here now. Uh-huh. It's not. It's just I think you guys complement each other well, and maybe and you guys are good together. Yeah, you do, and and you could see it on the brand. Like you could definitely see it since you've since you've gotten there. Uh, but yeah, dude, I, I think it's I think you guys don't have when it
2: done it. Well, it was nothing against like them before. It's just that there was way too much stuff to do for the manpower. It's like now oh, that yeah. Vince can Gee. like I take care of all this stuff like that Vince was never good at, and Vince takes care of the stuff that I'm not good at because I can't do anything he does, and he does, he is not organized. Yeah, and he can't figure mm-hmm. out like inventory and like yeah. putting systems together and like that stuff. He 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 doesn't got the brain for it, but he's good at being creative and like running the company and like hmm. all that. He's really good at that stuff. And I will say this, there's something about having fresh eyes on it. Like to your That's point, when you're sitting
1: in here and there's, there's not enough manpower to do it, uh-huh. you don't even have a chance to just like take a step back and look at your brand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it really helps when somebody walks in and goes, hey guys, we need to change this. This yeah. is how it really looks. And you go, holy crap. I didn't even look I didn't even looked at our site in three months. Yeah. You
2: know, which yeah. is pretty awesome. Well, you know, it was one of the first things I did too, is I, I went on the site, I deleted all the photos that I hated, and then like we had to shoot new photos, whatever. And this is like right when I got there. And then I went on the Instagram and I deleted every photo I hated on the Instagram. Yeah. And it was just like Yeah. But what you're saying about the fresh eyes is I think that was probably the most important part was just having someone new that actually cared about the company. Yeah. And we, yeah, it's just, there was so much that drove me crazy, man. Yeah. Like if I wish I had like a real list of everything, it would have been like this long. Yeah. And also too, I thought to myself, I'm like, do I want to be a customer of Glassy right now? Oh, Right now I do, but I'm saying before. I was like, I would never buy one of these damn things. I'm like, I can't believe anybody buys any of them. Yeah. Mm. I couldn't believe that. So just that simple thought process was just like, we need to make better stuff actually on purpose i started wearing ray-bans just to piss them off <laughs> that's amazing
1: <laughs> that's amazing i'm like
2: i'm not taking these off until until we get quality stuff yeah that's it's like right. i i don't i'm like i don't want to rock ray-ban i would rather rock glassy but we got to do <laughs> that's it that's funny dude so i kind of like really forced it I was, I was a big pain in the ass yeah I, it well good i'm glad I mean, So dude, I really, did you guys move into the office um from the house originally or yeah that's yeah. like a few, that's like three or four years ago right originally yeah well i think we got an office around 2013. okay so, so it's been, been five been years in office for thing. five years yeah. you guys making any money over there at glassy yeah do we make money no, heavy hitting
0: the question man <laughs> um i know the thing no, is yeah. i know you are so yeah. like
2: i it, i'm just it's like good to know so it pays my brother mine and my brother's salary and my sister actually works for us too and um, how many
1: employees total dude
2: right now we have four really a year ago we had ten you've got it down
1: to that oh, being that really? efficient.
2: it's so efficient oh dude. yeah oh you my did. god i wake up so happy in the morning dude yeah. it's so efficient dude it's unbelievable did, so i remember good. you guys hired a lot at one point we had 10 people yeah and my dad now it's four people and my dad doesn't do that much awesome, so it's dude. changed a lot yeah so sorry for being so like weird about the money question. No, but, no, 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 th- no. But to answer that, because I'll answer whatever. I mean, like I'm not hiding stuff. Uh, we, I think we've been profitable since 2000. I, th- I think 13, 14, 15, 16, all profitable. 17, not profitable, because we made a lot of changes in 17. There was a lot that went into doing everything that we've done. This year, we're gonna be profitable again. Love it, dude. Yeah, that—that's kind of what I was getting at. Is you guys have built a a thriving business. It's awesome, dude. It's awesome to see. You know what, dude? It's just so cool to actually see it working. Cause like there's those I know those days. <laughs> That's especially what I'm saying like now with sales. Like the way it is now, it's like you see moment to moment, like what the sales are. Like you're like, oh my god, why haven't we got an order in a little while? What the hell's going on? Is the site broken? Do that blah blah too. blah. Like where I'm sure back in the days, like y- you had to wait months to figure out yep. if it was like if it was selling well in the skate shops or whatever. So it's just funny now you could see it moment to moment, even to the point where like, uh, say Black Friday just happened. yeah, And we're like, okay, we're gonna do a Black Friday sale. And then we saw all these companies starting to do like early access Black Fridays. And we already had all our banners made and everything. We're like, you know what? Screw it, we're doing early access too. So we just like changed the font on it, early access, Black Friday, boom. And it started the sale like three days early, mm-hmm. which is just like so crazy how fast things move now that you could just be like, We're just gonna, let's just change it all. And you can watch it on your phone, right? Um, Um, Yeah, you can
0: just watch it on your phone. That's what I do too. It's so, it's It's so addicting. Yeah, Yeah. you're like, oh, somebody's
2: in the cart. Somebody's going to checkout. Somebody (laughs) like, it's the most addicting thing. Yeah, Yeah, it's amazing. I got a question
0: for you.
1: How, how different is social media for you now than it was
2: when you were skating? See, that's weird for me because I don't like, I care way less. Like way less. If somebody, like, if, if, it, if I lost a thousand followers right now, I'd be like, fuck them. Like, yeah. I don't even care, dude. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, I just all like, I my mind is so Glassy that like, that's all I really care about. And like, I look at Glassy's followers and I look at see, I'm the going same way. I don't way really right care now. about me personally, which is strange. Yeah. No, I I'm. This, I have the same problem. <laughs> Mikey gets yeah. on me
0: for this right now. It's like my yeah. personal, and I just don't care. Yeah. And like, I'll post stuff, and it's like not like we just interviewed Blake, like I said, and he was talking about everything has to fit. I'll post like myself boxing and I'll lose like 25 followers. Yeah. And But with Avni, I like really care. you obsessive, yeah. And I don't want it to like, like we kind of just redid our whole look like the past couple of weeks, like having having the podcast here and making it look, you know, more premium, yeah. so. Um,
2: it's almost okay. like you, like for me, it's like, I just put my energy, like I have so many thoughts of what I want to do with Glassy and then like I kind of just forget about everything else. Like I get really distracted with that, you know? So it's hard for me to like, especially too, like say with your social media, you have like a new thing that you want to do. And for me, I'm like, well, I don't really skate. And that's like what my social media was. And I'm like, what am I, what else am I gonna do? Like, here's me like working on Shopify. Cool. (laughs) No one cares. You know what I mean? I know what that feels like. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of what we do. Yeah, I hear you. That's the hard part. But, like, if I was skating, like, every day, I'd probably still, like... Be on it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I barely even go on. Like, if anything, I go on Twitter more now, though. Yeah. Because there's, like, articles on there. And I I actually, truthfully, I just look at Elon Musk's Twitter all the time. And that's about it. Yeah. So, you guys,
0: you you mentioned yesterday you bought a house. So, you have your house. Uh Uh-huh. You bought another house. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. We didn't just buy a house the other day. I mentioned it the other day. The rental. Yeah, the rental. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They bought one to rent. We bought one from
0: Glassy. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I know that. See, my comment came out totally wrong
0: when I said earlier. I was trying to be like, you guys are doing good. And so I apologize. It came off across that way. But you guys are doing good, man. You bought a house. Uh You guys are profitable. Like you transitioned out of a professional skateboarding career. And you're an entrepreneur now. Love it, dude. Do you view yourself
2: as an entrepreneur? <laughs> no, no, no. See, that's one of those words that I don't like either. Like, I like I don't like work. Why is that? And I don't like entrepreneur. Oh, know. you don't like work? At- yeah, okay. I don't like work. I don't like saying that.
0: You like business
2: owner? What? You like business owner? I'm like a dude that owns a company. <laughs> it's just weird. Like it's these mental little battles I have yeah, with myself, and I don't know what it is, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's really weird. I don't know why I think that way. So what with glassy?
0: What what uh? What's the future oh. looking like? Like where are you going?
2: Dude, my legs are just killing me, man. Oh. Yeah, just up. To, to there we kick, go. Kick, oh, kick this, your leg up. I, I, I like, like this coffee. position right here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my my that hip won't do that for me. Uh, with this, my left doesn't
0: work. Like, yeah.
2: Oh, is it is, is that the surgery hip? My right surgery hip. Your right one's better. That,
0: just so everybody listening knows, Mikey had hip surgery hip and surgery. Mo had. Ultimate knee.
2: old man. Like this dude golfs, (laughs) smokes cigars, drinks scotch, (laughs) which he forgot for you. And got hip surgery. All at the age of 36. (laughs) He got hip surgery. surgery. 34. (laughs) Yeah. I thought you said you were 36 earlier. I am, but I had surgery at 34. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. And I
1: did all those things at 34.
2: Yeah, Yeah. okay, at
0: 34. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So dude, tell us about Glassy like moving forward. What's what's the game plan?
2: And any anything you can share. Uh we are See, this is why, remember at the beginning of this interview, you were like, it's like, I've been chasing you down. We tried to get Michael on here for since we launched it. We yeah. wanted him to be the original five. Yeah, but the reason I didn't want to do that was because of the home try-on thing that we're doing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Tell us about that. Well, Leon, do you guys
1: have a subscription service as well?
2: No, not subscription. Okay. I don't think it really makes sense for glasses to do subscription. Yeah. I, well, I think he's referring to the home try-on though, right? No, I wasn't. I I
1: would okay. just wanted to know if you had something separate as a subscription
2: model. No, I, dude, I've like... Been reaching for that and like trying to like stretch it and make it make sense, but I just don't think it does. Unless I don't think I do. it. Like, um, why would you need more than like to multiple- tell you the truth? To tell you the truth.
1: I think like the idea of a subscription model sounds so amazing. Yeah. That we all want one. Yeah. But I I, I think certain products work and certain don't. Yeah,
2: like it's got to like be a
1: disposable product. Razor blades. Yeah. Or shaving. Yeah. F- incredible. Yeah. Right.
2: Uh. Contacts, incredible Disposable. stuff like that. Yeah. Condoms, incredible. You know what, though, we're an eyewear company, man. I don't. I, we, I can see. Like um, you should do contacts. We should do contacts. You should do contacts. Uh, I was thinking yeah. about that Subscription
1: yesterday. Subscription
2: that. Kick me five percent. No, that's what I'm saying. There it is. Go. Okay, we're on there. It yeah. is.
1: I am back, back at the company, just like that. You're five back, years dude. go
2: by. We'll go my way. Oh my back God! Up. Do you want ten percent of the company? Ten percent. <laughs> thank
0: you.
2: <laughs> um so no for real you should do that <laughs> i've been thinking about it actually yeah. well like seriously two days ago i thought about it that's okay so thing. we'll see yeah i think
0: that's a great idea so uh, the home try on kit
2: yeah so the home try on like the new thing and that's why i've been delaying it because it's we started working on it, i think on in march or something like that and there's a lot of, a lot that goes into it because the home try on program you basically you could pick five pairs and then get them sent to your house for free you could try them on figure out which ones you want for your prescription glasses, and then you send them back and then order the ones that you like the most, right? So it's a way for people, because the main thing that people are scared of buying online, especially something that they're going to wear on their face with like prescription glasses all the time, they're very particular with how it looks. So that kind of solves that problem. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's all free for the customer. they got to put their card down, but they don't get charged anything, you know, so send it to them, send it back. And uh, there's a lot that goes into it, though, as far as, like, tracking it, th- right? Tracking and inventory and making sure everything's perfect. Because and- imagine if you sent 100 of those boxes out. And then 100 come back. And what? And none come back? <laughs> well, that's, you a say? Bo- <laughs> that's a huge win.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you no, sent 100 no. out and none
2: come back, you're stoked. Well, what I was going to say, though, is, like, and the card processing thing doesn't work, and you just let 500 uh, pairs out in the world, and, yeah. like, yeah, the box never comes back, and then you don't charge anybody for it, or, like... It's not taking it out of inventory. And there's a million problems that could happen. So that's why I waited so long is because I didn't want to like... Like if somebody's watching this, you look excited.
0: (laughs) He's like, (laughs) like,
1: no, no, this is his thing. No, He actually does that on interviews. I don't know if it's like a
0: nervous habit or- I do it too. But he yawns a lot. I'm just tired all the time. I just yawn. Well, uh, yeah, I didn't get that much sleep last night, but keep going. Um, Don't
2: remember what I was talking about. (laughs) Yes. Oh please, keep uh, talking. Man. Not oh, God, we boy. are killing this
0: interview, uh, man. Boys. Yes,
1: you are my favorite.
0: Uh, um. uh, the listeners. Uh, so thanks for being uh, on, podcast <laughs> Yeah, just that's it. Just I didn't hurt. even
2: think it was funny. <laughs>
0: All right, Mike Mo. There's a few things. Sorry, Mike Mo, we're gonna put you on ice for a second.
1: There's a few things that are like such a standard thing for you to say, right? I'm hungry, (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) There's like just standouts that you'll forever say.
0: Uh, This is true. Ask Olivia,
1: she knows it's true. Uh, So how's how's the home try on going?
2: So, like I said, man, that's why I wanted to wait for this whole thing is because I didn't want, like, say if I was going to talk about it, I didn't want, like, people to go to the site and everything's, like, it doesn't work because there's so much that goes into it. So I really wanted to make sure it's right. And it, it's close to being right. Like, right now it's not fully, it's probably, like, 95% finished where it's the point, like, if you went on and you actually got the box sent to your house and back, everything works completely fine. Internally it works fine. But we're just having, like, a little bit of a conversion issue with it. Like, when we originally did our first... We sent out thirty just to test it before we got all this stuff like custom coded and all that, uh, and we had like a sixty percent conversion. And right now we've sent out I think like fifty, and right now we're at like a thirty percent conversion. So I don't I didn't want to like talk about it and have people order them and yeah. have a shitty conversion because then we're just losing money the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I've like waited so long on this. That makes but, sense. Um, I'm just trying to figure out like little minor tweaks because you know with like online shopping the littlest tweaks
1: change everything change oh, yeah. everything yeah. so yep. I'm
2: just like trying to understand why it's 30 percent and it used to be 60 and just trying to figure out how to get it back up there if we hit around 40 percent then that's that's where we should probably be 30 mm-hmm. percent still profitable but it's just like almost a break-even yeah, yeah. you know so it's just that's why I really want to dial Part it in feels
1: like 30 percent is kind of the average though
2: 30 percent feel like no online shopping is like two percent average
1: no 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 no. i I meant on uh on something where you basically a
2: home home uh like work. a home try on yeah. thing is there like a real like have you i don't know yeah i don't know what to judge it off all i'm judging off is like well, it used to be 60 now it's 30 we got an issue uh-huh. you know so i'm just trying to figure that out but well, why don't we send
0: people to buy a prescription instead so if people are listening what, but it, ch-
2: check out the home try on it's it's actually live though right it's for prescription yeah uh oh cool it's home try on just for prescription only got it. yeah yeah got it yeah but um it's uh yeah i don't remember what i was talking about again sorry i'm just like thinking about these bricks and stuff and oh, nice, nice. how do you like our space in here. it's nice man for anybody
0: listening check out the youtube so- or instagram we're looking good these days
2: yeah,
1: we are. Well, let's <laughs> let's get this guy off to dinner.
0: All right. So, Mike Mo, thanks for coming on, dude. Um, Where can everybody find you and Glassy? Um,
2: is it GlassyEyewear.com now? Yeah, GlassyEyewear.com. We just changed it. Instagram changed. is GlassyEyewear. You, Mike Moe. at Mike Mo, not with an E at the end. A lot of people think it's M-O-E. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. All right, Mike Mo, thanks for
0: coming on, dude. We're happy that you have transitioned. Even though the injury was a setback and even though you won't call yourself an entrepreneur, I feel like you're running a family business and it's rad. So thanks for telling us the story, man. Appreciate it.
2: Hey, one thing though, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm using this interview thing. Like I was talking about the home try on thing. Uh-huh. And the reason we're like, I said it's about 95% done and that little extra 5% is because for some reason the developer has been like kind of, he's like my friend. And he's just been like kind of lagging on it a little bit because mm-hmm. it's oh. like, it's pretty much done, but it's just those little final tweaks. So you're going to tell him that we're about to blast this out to 50,000 people. I'm like, dude, we're fucking going live on this thing. Like, yeah. So when, when does this air? Two weeks, two and a half weeks. Two I'll and give and you the weeks. exact date. It's going to be finished in two and a half weeks. All right. I'm you telling you that I'm using, I'm, I literally came here with the mindset to use this to get Perfect. him motivated. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Cause I'm tired of this fucking All shit. All right guys,
0: glassyeyewear.com <laughs> and check out the home try on kit. It's ready to go. Hopefully, I think. No, it, that's it's going to be. I well, do that no, too. As
2: far as like the customer's concerned, it's fine already. Just us personally. Yeah, us yeah, internally, yeah. we need 5 extra percent. All
0: right? It's ready yeah. to go guys. Check it out and that's a wrap.